Okay, so we're going to hit him with our normal 3-2-1 clap, and that sounds a little bit something like 3-2-1 clap, 3-2-1 clap. Okay. I can't clap that hard because I scraped my hand when I fell. Just smack mm. your other butt. Smack <laughs> the, other, the other side Sorry, of the butt? Sorry, yeah, the side of the butt that's not injured. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't think I don't think she was clapping the cheeks, man. <laughs> and welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal. <laughs> it's that show that has about cold hotter outfits. wings and even hotter questions. No, that's hot ones. <laughs> um, Welcome to another episode of Weekly <laughs> Reveal. It's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. Uh, as always, it's me, it's your host Dom, aka uh, Brother Dom, aka Hot Pilgrim. And uh, once again, I am joined by um, the, the, the Cheek Queen. Tell oh, the wow. people who you are. <laughs> I don't know if I can live up to that title. <laughs> well, well, you have to pass it off to Captain Claps his hands next. I don't... <laughs> I realized halfway through you don't want to call somebody Captain Clap, so um what's, Oh god. What's um, like a it's like a A term for like a like a captain or cadet, like agent agent applause. Yes, there we go. <laughs> captain claps. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's His hands Stephanie. <laughs> I'm Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowfair on Tumblr where I'm yelling about the Magnus Archives twenty four seven now. And uh, hell's up on Instagram, and the chair has rotated again to include our good friend Eric yet again. That's right, you spin me right round, baby, right round. I'm spinning right back into the same chair that I've been sitting in. I'm here again. It's me, <laughs> Eric, Tindy Losi on Twitter. Have you guys hell been yeah. drinking? <laughs> yes. Just water. Because <laughs> okay, I have, and I, I didn't know if it was just me or what's going on, but I had some new drinks from Southern Tier. They do their curbside pickup. Yeah. And this stuff is good. It's canned cocktails. No, I've not got to the gin and tonic yet. Damn it, I wanted to know. But this is called Vodka Madras, and it has, like, I don't know, red drink in it? I forget, like, <laughs> cranberry oh, right. or something. Like Cherry Wave or something? No, just, like, juice. But it's vodka-based, so the can like is dark red. I, no, I mean, like, fruit juice, like actual fruits. Like cranberry juice or something. Or, okay. or Yeah, like know. high C, at least. High C. <laughs> no, dog, it's Tang. Um... <laughs> I'm sure I could, it's not even on sale anymore, so I can't even look it up, but also got some vodka spritzers, but the can is dark red and gold and beautiful, but the drink is very pink, so like, there goes my last shred of manliness. Again, it was only one shred to begin with, which I was fine with, but <laughs> how have you two been doing this week? Uh, losing, losing my mind, you know, <laughs> staying inside. Fair. Yeah. The, what, yeah, the whatchamacallit, like, the, like, we talked last week about how time has just become, like, a weird blur, and it continues to be that way. Yeah. This morning I was like, oh, good, like, uh, like, I'm gonna get some stuff done on Saturday, and then I was like, shit, <laughs> it's not Saturday anymore. It's also now very hot, and, you know... It's summer all make, of a sudden? Yeah, didn't make any sense to me, and then I realized, oh, right, it's actually May, time has passed. 
there's that thing that like we're so used to everything being terrible and being panicked about like the world ending for one of pro- potentially several ways now. Yeah, that, murder like, hornets are a thing. Yeah, murder I'm a fan hornets, of that new plot of pandemic, this year. <laughs> possibly asteroids. That's always a threat. That and global warming. So we're like, and oh, aliens man. now too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So we're like, oh man, it's hot. I can't believe this global warming. Like, wait, no, no, no. It's actually supposed to be hot right now. <laughs> this is actually. It's not like dog in a house on fire. This is fine. It's like, no, this is actually. Actually, this is fine. God, like at least like all of us who've been playing Animal Crossing are getting really good at catching giant wasps. It's true. <laughs> with nets, so you just gotta. I gotta get me right. a big old bug net, big as my head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know the Pokemon people from the past are capturing Beedrill, so. It's just wild how there's something new every month. And every single thing is the kind of thing that I, as an editor, would, like, have struck through with red pen, like, Im- immediately upon reading, because it was just too much of a stretch. So, that's not realistic. You know, let's stick to the first two plots that you've come up with for this year. We don't need to add in the Death Hornets. Yeah, the Death Hornets and the nearness of the asteroid, that's just a little much. <laughs> Can we also mention how, like, apparently Kim Jong-un died, but then actually did it and just showed back up? Oh, yeah. Allegedly. For a while, we were going to have, I mean... like, like anime GF dictator. <laughs> yeah. Boss bitch Twitter was going to lose their minds. We need standing... more female dictators. Yeah, that, that's what our true equality is. <laughs> oh, it was, my uh, I believe, goodness. I believe the official story now was that he was hiding out in... For, in like quarantine from COVID nineteen with his two thousand like member harem, like oh, is God. that? But is that less believable than the, the reality we're currently living in? Again, no. the government brought out aliens, and we're like, nah, dog, y'all ain't getting away from these stimulus checks. <laughs> Which holy shit, I forgot to talk about it last week. I got my stimulus check in the mail, or the the notification that I got my check. It doesn't matter. I have direct deposit. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure the signature from the commander in chief was written with a sharpie because it was oh, too probably. thick to be a pen. It was oh, yeah. far too thick to be a pen. He, he reportedly doesn't sign anything if it's not a sharpie, like whether it's because of his motor skills or because he wants to big present some man, sort man. of big sharpie energy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like there are, and look, I'm one of the people who you know, I, I remember when. The Kansas City Chiefs, a terrible name. They should just be Kansas City. When they won the Super Bowl, I think it's who won the Super Bowl, and people were laughing at him because he said Kansas City was in the wrong state. I was like, guys, this guy commits terrible crimes on a daily basis. This is the one time I'm going to be like, lots of people make that. You should as a president. You should know better. But I'm like, yo, he just, like, and he stoked racism yesterday. I don't care about this little minor thing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna die on the show of this little minor thing. <laughs> That's how ugly his, sig- his signature looks like a fucking earthquake, like like the Richter yes. scale. Like it's there's literally something new every day for him. Like it's it's why I had to kind of like tone back how much I read of like political news is because it's it's just so much. I wish this was like. The biggest controversy that happened. I wish I could say, like, wow, can you believe it? This guy's signature is terrible. And that was the story. It wasn't the rest. Remember uh, when Obama wore a tan suit? <laughs> Had Dijon mustard on a sandwich. Uh, the fact that you could draw a line from that to today is alarmingly possible. But let's talk about some pop culture news instead. We did, me and my roommate did performatively burn our 
our letters when they came um, and proceeded to set off our smoke alarm because the smoke alarm is directly next to our bathroom instead of anywhere near our kitchen. That's Hmm. weird. That's good design. It's probably It's a good place for it, yeah. It's like, we're in this time where I'm all for performative actions if they're not like what people are saying is like the woke thing, like actual actual activism, because you do activism, like... You you you've you've done physical things. You are. I have, I have activized. Yeah, you've activized. You're She's like, you, been you do unions. <laughs> you're like an you're like an almond. Like you you have like a you do the union stuff. Like you do real things. But I got like arrested that one time. I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I'm fine if you do. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be the guy, you know. But so like if someone's like, you know what, this isn't gonna change the world, but it makes me feel better. I you know what, <laughs> I think we all need to feel a little bit better. Right now, that's all I gotta say about that. It's true. Anyway, can you imagine the whiplash though of like the start of this podcast to like political talk? Like this is we're all over the place. I like it. This is a good feeling. I like well, it. Well, th- that's I was just gonna say. Like, all I was gonna say was uh, we were complaining before we started recording about how much we had to talk about and how long this episode was gonna end up being, and then we spent the first ten minutes talking about something that was wasn't not on even our in list. the schedule. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> that wasn't me. But, not only was I complaining about the length of this episode, that was also me giving up on it being short. So, But let's talk about news. News. We each have something to talk about in a way, but I know one thing that struck all of our fancy was theaters and Trolls World Tour and just the state of cinema going forward whenever all this stuff blows over. I can't yeah. believe it was Trolls World Tour that did it. Can you believe? Yeah, honestly, like... <laughs> It sounds like you're joking still. Yet again. <laughs> so the the real news behind this bizarre factoid is that um, Trolls World Tour did like massively well, um, in it like at home release. Like, we all know after... why that is too. Yeah, we know why it is. It's because the McElroys were in Trolls exactly. World Tour. Um... Exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna. Say, that's probably there's probably some truth to that. You have all of their podcast fans in home like. I'll see if they're in it at all. It'll be fine. Because, like, obviously, like, this, like, correlation and causation error behind this is that families are at home with their screaming children who they will do anything to Just distract. Just for a moment for of quiet. Even the smallest moment. I'll pay money. You can watch the Trolls movie as many times as you want for the next 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, like because even like the most expensive movie rental places are charging you twenty dollars to like you see a movie for twenty four hours. That's still better than it would take to take a family. Like let's say you need to take like five people to the movies. And, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money because the kids are gonna want popcorn and drinks and candy and stuff like that. And with an at home rental, you can watch it multiple times. I'm, I'm I believe at least. Yeah, you have tw- uh, twenty four hours to watch it as long as you or like yeah. You I can think just watch it hours. on loop. Yeah. yeah. It's 48 hours to start, and then as many times as you want within the 24 hours once you start it. Yeah, which is like... A... Way better deal. Way better. <laughs> like, you're already getting a better deal, even if the, like, the pandemic hadn't necessitated it. Yeah. I mean, even even from just a comfort standpoint, I'm, you know, I'm not a germaphobe or anything, but, like, theaters with the lights on are pretty gross. So yeah, I at least even know without like, there being a pandemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I at least know the state of my own couch. I cannot speak for the, the seats at my move, my local movie theaters. My feet don't stick to the floor in any room in my house. <laughs> you just haven't watched the right movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Um, but yeah. So the 
the, like I guess like the CEO of Universal was bragging about how much money they did at at home releases on Twitter and the CEO of AMC was like, okay, cool. No universal movies are ever going to show in AMC theaters again. Like, fuck you. Well, cool. AMC will just go out of business then. Cause that's yeah. like a ton of movies. <laughs> Literally like, like cocking the gun and shooting yourself in your foot live on, like on the TL, like for no reason, like just absolute pettiness. Like, Oh, what a poor idea. Like you, you can hear the, in the background of, collectively every stockholder like slapping their forehead like what are you doing bro yeah. i mean it's it's very similar to elon musk tweeting that his stock the the tesla stock was too high like that well that's you know, how you yeah. that's how you tank your stock so you can buy more of it yeah well i mean that's just illegal shit but like eventually, maybe that's what the amc guy was trying to do you don't know I mean, <laughs> like eventually could could elon musk go to jail for like martha yes. stewart fraud like Literally for any is, reason, yes, but, but, but he's rich and nobody's ever going to look into it. So, like, he's already gotten fined by the FEC like multiple times for this nonsense, like this like tweeting nonsense. Like, I mean, there's that's just... what happens when you watch too much Rick and Morty and think you're as smart as Rick because you have a similar sense of humor and have guest starred on the show. But that doesn't mean that you are as smart as that fictional character is, or even I've as got... smart as you're supposed to be. <laughs> I've got a solution that would fix all of these problems we have just dis- discussed. The guillotine. Uh, well, that, but also just <laughs> shut down Twitter. Just turn it off. There's no more Twitter. <laughs> I mean, Twitter's canceled. No more. That of was this. canceled. That would have saved AMC theaters. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What's not going to save AMC theaters probably is like putting up plexiglass between the seats. Yeah, that was like their plan for reopening. Right, is uh, mm-hmm. enforcing social distancing, like operating at lower capacities and putting up plexiglass between seats and just, you know. Like making an already uncomfortable, <laughs> like, making an already uncomfortable experience even more uncomfortable. Like, if you can't, like, make out with, like, be like a horny teenager making out with your significant other in the movie theater because there's plexiglass between your two seats, like, that's a key demographic of movie theaters, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, yes, I think but, actually, that's true. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, like, uh, the Bible Belt will love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mike Pence uh, preferred mirroring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because Movie it's just viewing. going to spread more germs. Like, that if too. the floors are anything to go by, I don't think that plexiglass is going to... Like, like, I don't know. I lean left and right when I'm in the movie theater. Like, normally, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with somebody, you know, with my, my partner. So, like, I'm leaning to her. But if I were to, like, lean on plexiglass, the thing before I, like, lean over, I'm going to look over and see, like, someone else is, like, grease sweat Smudge, mark yeah like, yeah. like, <laughs> like the know, forehead print yeah like you see yeah. it like airplanes and stuff so it's like you know what like also that's last time i checked an infrastructure change like that to your theater is going to cost some money oh, you know you money. know where they make their money popcorn and movie ticket sales like man that's going to cost 40 dollars to go see the newest avengers movie nah no dog i think i'll go to the place that's still showing universal movies and I mean, it's even, you know, for, for the studios themselves, it saves them money to not have to distribute to, like, theaters like that. I, I mean, at this point, it might not even be that big of a savings because it's all digital to them anyways, don't they, don't for the they most charge, part. But they don't yeah, have to sure ship they, anything. I'm pretty sure they charge the theaters to get it, though. Like, the theaters yeah. pay to get movies, like, but I, the, the, There probably at least has to be, like, marketing deals and stuff that cost them money like for a theater to advertise their movie like the theater is probably getting a cut or something i don't know how that industry works if i'm I were not gonna to guess, pretend i don't know either my only guess is it was kind of like a necessary evil kind of thing like with gamestop like 
hey, if we want our movie to like get eyes, it needs to go to the theater, so they'll pay us so they can stay in business, and our payment is, well, most of the ticket sales or something. But now that streaming is so ubiquitous, it's not really even the needed. the Oscars are letting you do streaming now. Which uh, even the Kids' the Choice again. Awards are doing. Oh damn! That. <laughs> Someone had that really the good real take. arbiter of taste. <laughs> Somebody had that really good take about the Oscars, saying like, "You know what? We're going to let streaming movies in." And someone's like, "Wow! Another thing that they said was impossible that we're finding is completely possible now that yeah. we don't have another choice. How about that? Because yeah, if they didn't allow streaming movies, Sonic the Hedgehog and Bad Boys Three is <laughs> are getting nominated for all the Oscars." <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I you, think Sonic the Hedgehog should win all of the Oscars. Can you imagine? Which actor goes to Ben Schwartz as Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Yo, what a kick in the face that would be to uh, that other guy who does the one guy who's always like his face is never in movies. He like he was like the monkey in Planet oh, of the Oh yeah, stuff. the Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Poor Circus. Poor fucking always... Andy Circus who has <laughs> acted his ass off in every film he's ever been in. But he's always like a. a, a, a a CGI character, so he never gets... Except that one time he was in Avengers and Black Panther. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he was Claw, yeah. right? Yeah, he was Claw. He got pretty wrecked, and didn't he? Didn't he get killed? Didn't yeah, he got his longer? arm chopped off in the first one, and then Killmonger killed him in the second one. <laughs> I mean, with a name like Killmonger, what do you expect? Expect him to mong some kills. S- some, some friendship. That's what I expect. It was Michael B. Jordan, damn it. He was the human torch. Just like Chris Evans. <laughs> what else in the news anything else just i think it's mostly just that uh was that in evo getting canceled yeah that's our transition so evo got canceled but then like not actually canceled they're going to play it online which if you've ever played any nintendo video game online you know that's not going to work very well or any fighting video game online to be completely honest netcode is still not in a great place for like, uh not with skull girls you know. it's great Skullgirls is, is that true? Like yeah, I don't actually. That know is that. true. I've, I've okay. played it. Even on Wi-Fi, it's pretty good. Actually, their netcode I mean, is quite good. I know netcode has improved over the years, but like that's always been a huge concern, especially like if you're accounting for streaming and different streaming setups and just you know the access that different competitors might have to different you know v- variable internet speeds and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it definitely is a concern. It's not optimal, but there's there's th- the fact that we. A lot of games have come out in the past couple years and have different types of netcode and quality are just kind of hilarious. That they all, they all, all the creators have had access to these things. Like not the indies, but like the AAA, like your Tekkens, your Nintendo Fighters. Well, I guess just Smash, Mortal Kombat, DBZF should all have similar levels of netcode, but they simply do not, which yeah. is very interesting. Well, because um, each company tries to do it differently, from yeah. what I understand. Smash Bros. is so bad that you basically mm-hmm. could have different tier lists for, like, Wi-Fi versus LAN. Like, Ganondorf on LAN is way worse than he is on Wi-Fi. I was listening to the <laughs> Alpha Red video. It's just because his moves are so heavy that he could just throw them out. And they're really easy to react to if you're playing, like, locally. Like, I look at it like, oh, I'll just spot dodge or roll around it or just walk backwards. But on Wi-Fi, with the delay, you're like, well, I'm there's no way I can physically dodge this, so I guess I'm dead. Um... <laughs> Which makes characters like Sonic a lot worse and Mario a lot worse, but um, like K rules, Ganondorfs and stuff are a little bit better. Ness is just pain everywhere. But yeah, they're going to hold the tournament <laughs> online, and I've been excited because I've seen a lot more chitter chatter around Skullgirls, which is very nice. That's a very good game. And they even toned down some of the like 
sexualized content, which is good. Oh, wow, what a what a like, what a crazy concept. I don't I don't know why they did that. Like it would must have taken a lot of work because it's not three D models. Like it's hand drawn, so they had to like go back and redraw a lot of stuff. Which cool that they did that. Don't get me wrong, just a weird decision to make. Like four years into a game's lifespan, like you know what? Some of these <laughs> panty shots were too much. Let's uh let's clean that back up. Hey, whatever you say. But it's, it's, it still continues to be, like, a very quality fighting game um, that fixes a lot of problems people have with other fighting games. Like, infinite combos are a lot more... It's it's a lot more difficult to zero to death somebody because you have to... It has infinite combo protection in it. So it's the opposite of Tekken. Yeah. It's opposite of, like, all, most fighting games. Um, if you try to infinite somebody, whenever you hit, like, a, if it loops at all, it'll make the character glow green and you can, like, burst out of it. And it keeps getting, like, more and more tights to the point that you can't even do, like, the third move in a string without it, like, channeling that. Um, so you have to, like, be a lot more creative, so it's kind of cool. But, yeah, a lot of things have been canceled this year, so obviously people aren't... Evo's not going to happen. That's uh, a worldwide event. But that's a good note to start supporting your locals whenever, like, the world opens back up. Um... Evo's not the only show in town. video game events? Yeah. Specifically? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, support yeah. your local... <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so in fighting game terms, they say, like, your locals are, like, lo- it's shorthand for saying, like, your local tournaments and organizations. So if I gotcha. say, oh, I'm going to locals this weekend, in fighting game terms, people would say, oh, yeah, there must be an event, like, in your hometown or something. Sorry about that. That's what I meant. No worries. But yeah, whenever you're able to go outside and congregate, definitely try to support your local tournaments and events and organizers because Evo has the prestige because we've given it that. And if the fans go to lots of other events like Too Many Games, uh, whatever the one is in the Midwest, I forget the Combo Breaker, they'll get up there and any one of the people start. So, Do you guys care about Evo? You watch any of that stuff? I what sometimes <laughs> watch the finals. Wow, I'm sorry. We should have mentioned two, this from the beginning. <laughs> you've got like three different spectrums here. You've got Dom, who's very into fighting games and is very into Evo. Me, who I'm just kind of like, ah, I watch some of it. And then Steph, who literally didn't know what the word meant. So... Like, I know it's video game related, but that's it. So, so Evo is the Evolution Tournament, which is a fighting game tournament. Uh, that happens every year. They have one in Japan, but they have the big one in Las Vegas every year. And people come from around the world to... Um, and I think anyone can enter. Mm-hmm. Like the, the pools happen, like the, the tournament pools happen like on site. But um, yeah, they, they always have a big announcement every year of what the main games will be, like the main stage games. Um, it's like Tekken 7, Mortal Kombat 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate... No Marvel this year, because they have... Actually, no. Marvel 2. Ultimate yeah. Marvel. Like Marvel they got rid of the new one, but put the old one yeah. in. <laughs> 3 is gone. Ultimate 3 is gone. Infinite is gone. And they went back to 2, the one from the Dreamcast era. Yeah. Because people still like that game. Wins Marvel. Wins Marvel, baby! So it's like it's a very insular <laughs> community, but it is... um A lot of video game groups are toxic, but fighting games is one of the more welcoming ones that I've known. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually get upset. Well, there's a big contingency of people who get upset when people are, like, racist or sexist or transphobic. I mean, these things still happen, and there's still people who are like, it doesn't really matter, like, toughen up, like, the good old days. But I is think... Is this uh, the kind of, the like, community that Sonic Fox is, would yes. be yeah. considered part of? Okay. Yes. Sonic Fox, they are a fighting game champion. Champion. They've yeah. won at several champion. video games. I was gonna say, yeah, that's what I thought. Y- you don't see that a lot, people being good at multiple fighting games. Like, well... Being like champion level at multiple fighting game types, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they are. And um, bring their theatrics there. and They're very polarizing. People either love them or hate them. Of all uh, genders like and I... sexualities. But it's like, hey, you know, people are always going to hate you when you're one of the best. I'm going to say, yeah, like, I feel like that's, like, like, for me, like, I don't, I don't go here, but I support them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I don't like the games. And I'm happy for them. I'm not a big MK and Tekken fan, but when you watch an artist at work, you just have to look. Is uh, Grand Blue main stage this year? Uh, As whatever main stage will be this year, yes. Okay, Um, right, right. yeah. A new Arc Systems Works game, like the people that make, what, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Guilty Gear, and I think the Persona 4 Arena game? Uh, yeah. Like, just and, wild and, like, anime fighters. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you ever watch a fighting game, you're like, well, I know when someone wins or loses, but I don't know what's happening between the beginning and the end of a match because there's lasers and people flying through the air. It's probably, it's probably an anime fighter. Yeah. And it's probably <laughs> But you should watch it. The fighting game uh, community is very easy to get into from watching. Um, I think a lot of the reason it's one of the more welcoming communities just since... The barrier for entry is normally a lot lower since you don't need a fancy computer. You need a console that you can get secondhand. I mean, one of the biggest fighting games in the world is Super Smash Brothers Melee. A console mm-hmm. for GameCube, a console that's well out as ninety nine. It's not an Evo, but it's one of the biggest. Games. I was gonna say, let's talk because they removed it from Evo last year. They did, year. which I'm ha- happy about because that game gets on my nerves. But um, it's still very big and it's had a lot of tournaments. It even will be on the small stages there. But yeah. the console was like ninety nine dollars at launch, and the game was. 50 and it's only gone down since then it's probably harder to find now but you can do mods and interesting stuff and they're selling gamecube controllers again so the barrier entry to get an old game that's not for sale would still be cheaper than trying to buy a good enough pc to run like league of legends or valorant or overwatch or csgo like efficiently you know and i'll also correct you on one thing in that sentence and you do not need a good computer to run league of legends <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's true right does a very good job of making sure anyone can play their games because they want everyone to suffer exactly um, but there's like a lot of there's a lot more um like people of color like uh brown people of color they're in their fighting game scene for one reason or another socioeconomic reasons um but if you watch like first person shooters like where's all the brown people i mean obviously where's all the women in all of this but like, hmm, that's weird. There's, like, I know that, like, black guys play games. Like, where are they at? But I guess they're all in the fighting game community because it's less of a hostile environment. Um, also, fighting games, there's usually not text chat, so you can't get called the N-word by your opponent when you beat them. So that's Fair probably enough. a boon. <sighs> but that's that's enough about Evo. Go check out your fighting games. They're fun. Give them a shot. Y'all played some Animal Crossing this week? There's probably yeah, something new with that, right? Yeah, speaking of video games. Yeah. Continued to play Animal Crossing. Continued to just log so many hours of Animal Crossing. I think um, I've like probably fallen off a little bit more like of it just because I have so many other games to play. But you are still putting in just you are putting in just the work. putting in the time. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah. So that's what like so it being May now. There we've rolled over to um the the May like the. So, the summer bugs and fish which is a little bit depressing that like we have to say goodbye to the, the previous round of things but less actually flipped over than i thought was gonna flip over at first there's no more tarantulas that's the the big downer yeah no more tarantulas um but the scorpions are worth just as much they just move a little bit faster i've not seen one yet so um i've definitely had some scorpion issues <laughs> 
<laughs> like, because they, they will run at you and stat, like sting you for daring to approach, but... Same. <laughs> but, like, you just don't have quite as much time to, like, attempt to catch them. Right. As they run at you, but um, but the same, like, catching principle of, like, kind of scooching up to them... Works. Work does work. What about that but... really fast dragonfly? I've not one... caught the really fast dragonfly yet. It's very fast and I cannot catch up to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very annoyed with the fast dragonfly. Banded dragonfly. But yeah, so new bugs and fish. Most stuff is not too... Like, other than that, like, there's not too much that's different. There was say, the May like... Day event. Oh yeah, there was a May Day event where Tom, even Tom Nook acknowledged that May Day is an international workers' holiday. Yeah. Oh, that was real. <laughs> yes, that was yeah. real. <laughs> did you uh, did you do the the puzzle? Yes, the the maze that was clearly built for a child. <laughs> yes, yeah. I had to do it. I, I did. I beat it the first time, but there, but I didn't save enough fruit to get to the last like pile of bell vouchers. So I had I refused to leave until I did it again. Well, uh, bad news so for you about you the whole the first... child thing there. Yeah. Did you get it on the first try? <laughs> I sure did. Well. <laughs> my roommate didn't even finish it, so. Mm. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Well. But. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. It, it was, was a little puzzle, like kind of a logic puzzle. They took away yeah. all your items and you had to kind of, like, there were like strategic holes in the ground that you could only jump over at some point, like from different directions and. You kind of had to puzzle your way into, like, conserving resources. And then, like, at the end, you meet up with a character that, like, fans of the series would recognize. So that was cool. The briefcase he gives you, is there anything yep. to that? Uh, it's the briefcase he has in the first Animal Crossing game when he is on the train with you. He's the first person, or first, like, character you technically meet, I guess, in Animal Crossing on the GameCube. Well, that's cute. So there's, like, yeah. nothing, it's not like I should deliver this... This, I mean, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but... Okay, I wasn't sure if there was, like, something... It's just sitting in my living room right now, my living room, which is to say... The pyramid? The pyramid room. Yes! But I wasn't sure if I should be, like, giving it to Tom Nook at, you know, no. to get a reward or something. It's most likely just a, you know, piece of furniture, a little callback. They okay, like to do cool. that in those in those games, so... Sweet. Adorable. Yeah. I love to see it. But yeah, other than that house continues to look look pretty good cross reading some flowers um, i considered stealing some from you but i didn't you're welcome Ugh. well i've decided to start um i'm replanting the like the spirals that i made in front of my like in front of my airport to be all black lilies but i only have so many black lilies right now so it's a work in progress yeah but but yeah anyway that's the animal crossing update um well, good. I don't know <laughs> shit about Animal Crossing. But that's alright. Yeah. It's all good. I spent, uh, um, like, over a million bells on turnips today. I didn't devote that much resources to it. <laughs> I, the but, only uh, thing I know about Animal Crossing is that Isabel is black because her brother is black. That's fair. I guess that's true. What's his name, Digby? That mm -hmm. is his name. Um, cool. But other than Animal Crossing... I just continued to play my slew of RPGs and stuff that I bought. Started up another run of XCOM 2. 
Ooh, just, that's a good-ass game. It sure is. Uh, reminded, you know, first couple missions reminded me again of why I sometimes get frustrated with that game. <laughs> but, uh, just, you know, I had one unit that was promoted and was therefore my best unit, and then just not even moving her or something, and then they just spawn enemies right next to her that just immediately kill her, and I'm like, well, that's not even fair. That's literally random. <laughs> So cursed content, little little things like that, but it's a very good game. Um, yeah, like I, the the question of of save scumming, which is basically you save before something happens, and then if a bad outcome happens, you reload to a point where it didn't happen. Um, just for those who don't know the terminology, it's frequently used in games where you could die a lot, or games where there might be randomness, such as in XCOM, where. It says you have an 85% chance of hitting this opponent. You're like, well, I need to. And then you miss, like, you know, I'm going to reload and try that again. Yeah. Um, in some games, the RNG is set from the time you press start. Like in Slay the Spire, as soon as you start a battle, the RNG, uh, like your cart, your deck is set and the moves are set. But in other games, it's like they reload it every chance. It, it does bring up the question of intended play versus acceptable play. And mm-hmm. I think when people make strategy games, they know it's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, like, they would, eh. if it if it wasn't intended play, they wouldn't give you the option of saving during a battle. Exactly. You know, like, and, and additionally, they have a mode where like you can't do that at all. Like it auto saves after every turn, and like if you lose a mission, it automatically saves. Yeah. And it's like oh, so people are probably going to save on my regular mode, but if you don't want to do that and there you, know, you need that extra push, you. there's a mode to do that. Yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Like that's a that's a nice little thing to throw in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I do I, have. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say I want to start up a run of it soon too. After I yeah. finish Chimera Squad, it's it's a very. I, I like Chimera Squad. The the writing's corny, but like in a fun way to me. There's some interesting mechanics, and it's like a. It's like a like a breezier XCOM so far. I feel like since you only have, can ever have four units, they don't throw as much overwhelming stuff at you. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to start that one as well. Uh, bought that after our last episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's other good. than that, fun. I, uh, just a quick update on Trials of Mana, because I felt like I was probably a bit harsh on it, um, <laughs> what with the whole, you know, tea posing in the background thing. <laughs> I, mean... I will say, it still doesn't, like, it's not obviously going to start looking any better immediately or something, but the more I play it, the more I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Like, it's a fun game. The writing is corny, because that's how the writing was in the original. It's very true to the original. Mm-hmm. So... That's all I really wanted to bring up that I, you know, I never want to poo-poo somebody's hard work. And I'm sure the people who worked on that game worked very, very hard. <laughs> and, you know, it it's still fun. That's good. I, I think it's... I'm sure um, the developers are really glad that you I'm sure, decided to you come know, back and... Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Uh, but other than that, the only uh, thing that I really had going on this week was D&D stuff. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, we all played some... Well, we didn't play, but we started to do some D&D. Yeah, starting, you know, this is our third campaign we're starting, which is partially a failure on my part of uh, being probably... it happens. It's it's more like biting off more than I could chew with the former campaigns, just uh, Mm -hmm. having there be way too much work to put into preparing for the games. So we're starting up some D&D-ass D&D set in like the default setting. I'm very excited. I've been reading a lot of different books uh, on like how like uh, different like pre-made adventures and how to kind of like tie them into 
my own like ideas that I want to do with the the world. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it once we uh, finally get to start playing this week. Actually, heck yeah, I'm excited. I'm playing a Kender, which I did not realize. Uh, like, Worth thing. Was a, well, it, so like I read as as a as a child who read the Dragonlance books multiple times before realizing that they are ju- they are so schlocky. <laughs> um, I had experienced kinder characters before but i didn't realize that was something that i could pull into like a D game um so i'm playing a kinder fighter who is like just as sticky fingered as a kinder should be and like has a very fight me attitude i'm very excited about it and technically kinder are really i think only in Dragonlands, so if i'm making an exception because i love kinder as an idea <laughs> <laughs> I am playing a half-elf bard lady. Heck yeah. Who I made sure will be... Well, I don't know. Elves can come in any color, so it'll be a black elf, which is different than a dark elf, because <laughs> as much That's as I nice. like... It, hey, you know, it's 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 how the world is, you know? Uh, I was looking through some of the stuff that dark elves have, or um, what the hell are they called? Drow. Drought. I'm tipsy. I forgot. I did know the word draw. But it's like, oh, so they somehow have one, plus one charisma despite the fact that people hate them and they hate everybody. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know what? And then our friend was like, hey, you know what? It's it, it's You'd only have to be played that way if you decide to play that way. You don't have to follow them. I'm like, good point. And then I saw, like, like disadvantage in the sunlight. Like, nah. I, I don't want <laughs> nah, to deal with that. <laughs> So That's I would have I would have taken her advice other than I think you have to play the character at least statistically how it's written like, <laughs> yes to the rules like, that it is written unfortunately I'm like nah yes. dog I'm not doing that yeah. um but no I, I was like man you know fantasy always is kind of weird to me like I like wizards and stuff like I like the Wizard of Legend I like the the motifs of Crypt of the Necrodancer even though it's not like straight fantasy it's still more fantasy than modern worlds you know mm-hmm. there's magic and things like that. And I like the Zelda games, at least the Zelda setting. Um, I just haven't played really that many Zelda games, so... But fantasy always kind of feels weird to me. There's a lot of discourse this week about... Or maybe it was last week, I don't know, time. About, like, the racial stuff that's in, like, Dungeons and & Dragons. And it's been discourse before in the past. It just popped up again about how, like, orcs are... Orcs are uh, coded to be... They're basically, like... like Black people. Like, yeah. yeah, like savage. Yeah, they're like always savage. They're they're dumb. They're like always evil or something, basically. Mm-hmm. Just a like lot of things. Yeah, just stuff like that. And it's like, man, I don't like, this isn't for me in like a few ways. But a lot of things aren't for me. But also it's like, ah, you know, it just kind of, a lot of the fantasy stuff I see is boring to me. And I get that that's a me problem. Like when people are like, let's watch the Lord of the Rings. I'm like... When are they going to start doing the cool shit that this world lets them do? It's like, <laughs> well, there's these hobbits. They got to go over there. I'm like, cool. Are they going to use magic? No, actually, the wizards are going to go over there. I'm like, so these are just <laughs> dudes that, like, these are just regular ass dudes. Like, yeah. Like, but they fight monsters. Like, oh, cool, cool. But the monsters are all the bad guys and they're going to kill them and walk. Like, oh. Which, I, I'm not trying to shade against, like, Tolkien's work. I know a lot of people like it. And I see yeah, there's there are many things that were worth shading. Yeah. That's, that's that's fair. I, I meant with the, the 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 storytelling, not so much the racist stuff in it. But oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, no, I'm fine talking shit on the fact that there's racist stuff in it. But people are like, ah, well, I like like the walking and talking stuff. I'm like, cool. That's it's just not for me, you know. Um, 
So when people are like, let's play D&D, I'm like, do we have like some spin-off stuff like in a more fun setting like Final Fantasy? That tends to like keep my attention better. Um, and like the Monster of the Week was more modern. But yeah. for some reason, I'm just like feeling like, yeah, I think this one's going to work because we have a good group of friends and I'm playing a bar, so it's going to be a little bit more like role-playing, I think. Yeah, and, and D&D doesn't have to be the whole like walking and talking style thing. Like there will like there will be more combat oriented puzzles things like that like it's uh, at least that's the idea because i'm using a lot of like the pre-written adventures um so i'm not having to come up with that stuff myself which is very time consuming well it's weird i like walking and talking me i don't like to watch it <laughs> yeah that's fair <laughs> it's that's weird fair. but um i think the mistake i made the first few times i played standard D was trying to play a character that was vaguely like me so i was kind of not getting lost in the character but just kind of like oh, okay i gotta know how to play this game yeah, but like the one where we did the Final Fantasy one, I liked even the gameplay, even though I missed all the time. So <laughs> maybe, I'm like, ah, I'll be a half elf lady who's a bard, so I can do like, I, more fun role playing stuff. Being completely honest, going back and looking at some of the stats I was using for the Final Fantasy like uh, setting, mm-hmm. because I was having to come up with all the enemies myself. Uh, finally, like reading through multiple monster manuals now, like in closer detail, I'm like, man. I was giving you guys way too hard of things to fight. <laughs> so, uh, my bad. <laughs> eh, it, it was really, it was really that I was just adjusting the armor classes too high. So everyone was missing too much. So that was kind of the problem. But that's the thing I've played before. And it feels like those things happened then too. So I'm like, yeah, this is just D and D what's different. Like, about it. yeah, but that's, I- that is true. It's it, either way. Like, I'm excited to be able to just be able to say like, hey, there are three skeletons. I know exactly what those are. Here they are. Like, you know, <laughs> things like that. For me, at least, it's a lot. It's a big relief to not have to do that stuff myself. Yeah, I don't want to blame you for my dice being garbage, though. <laughs> I because mean, I'm, I've played a few times and I'm still superstitious about my dice. They're not poorly made. I just think they're trash and they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out uh, this Wednesday when we actually get to do the first uh, first campaign. So I'm looking I'm ex- forward to it. I'm excited. I've read more of those books than I possibly ever have in the past. So <laughs> uh, Fifth edition is really interesting. I That's the main reason I wanted to read through everything was I am, I am less familiar with fifth edition than I am with others. So wanting to re-familiarize myself with, like, the way different um, combat mechanics and things worked uh, was the reason for buying seven books and reading through all of them in the weekend. So hopefully it'll be a more fun experience this time around. I'm excited. I, like, I think that a fighter is where my, my brain wants to be in terms of, like, simplistic, like, role and, like, role play yeah. kind of stuff. So... I'm excited for that. The uh, the only thing that the only thing I'm kind of upset about is now that I've read through a couple of these additional books, I have like additional character options for you guys that weren't originally present because we didn't have the PDFs oh, yeah. of them. But now I do have them, <laughs> <laughs> and I but I also don't want to be like here remake your characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can look at some stuff like the day before. I think a lot yeah. of us have some uh, free time. Probably that's true. <laughs> But yeah, that's all it for me. Sorry, I, I feel like I just talked for half the show. No, you didn't. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks for caring, though. <laughs> yeah, we're, we just all we all talk. We're all just kind of rambling on this show. That's it's a podcast. That's how podcasts do. 
it's, anyway. you know, it's, it's these sweet drinks I've been having. Yeah, uh, my, my beer is gone. I'm not. Oh, yeah, my beer is gone. <laughs> not feeling it anymore. My 8% drink. <sighs> but, yeah, no. So that leaves pretty much just the shows, right? Yep. Yeah. So we so meant to talk about it. Time, hey? We are. We are. Uh, spoiler alert to us. We forgot to talk about the other news. And it's kind of like movies and shows. And that's Hercules. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a lot more rumors going around now that there are they're trying to cast a live action Hercules movie, or they're going to do one, and people are coming up with their fantasy castings, which I think is fun. The fantasy casting thing is fun. I think that Disney needs to fucking chill. Yeah, on the live action stuff. On the live action stuff, because none of it's ever going to be as enjoyable as the actual animated thing. Yeah, that's true. Like, it and just, that's that's coming from me, someone who doesn't really even enjoy Disney films. Like, it just saps the life out of like. Like, like obviously the lion king is an extreme example but like but i think it's a perfect example because it still technically was like animated right yeah yeah it was a live action film that was just all cgi so it's like <laughs> why did you do this in the first place just like the i mean like i've heard I, I don't know how much veracity there is to this but like i've heard the the like theory that um that People are like Disney is trying to run like a kind of a copyright scam, basically. That essentially, probably with their live action movies, because by like doing what's essentially a a shot-for-shot recreation of their of their existing existing animated movies, like it extends the copyright somehow, and like our copyright system is already just bonkers fucked up, and it's Disney's fault. Exactly, Um, they're just continuing their their uh, their whole scheme of just completely fucking over the copyright system just so they can continue to print money yeah and so like that like so i don't know how much truth there is like legal truth there is to that concept but i also don't doubt it the uh sony marvel movies are pretty much like the exact exact cop exact there's a lot of times when there's examples of that and i'm willing to believe that but disney's making them so they're in this weird position where they need to make their their product quality so that people don't get pissed off at them. But like, for instance, Tony Hawk Five was like the game barely worked, <laughs> but because that was less a copyright. But it had T Pain in it. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, that's, that's the best part. Of it. <laughs> you know, like when they released that Fantastic Four movie and stuff like, or like the the Spider Man movies are coming out from Sony. Like a lot of that is just to extend their copyrights or their deals, not necessarily mm-hmm. the copyrights. So stuff like that is just really sketchy, whereas Disney's making mediocre films. Like, they're not awful. They're not great. Oh, yeah, they're uh, not terrible. They're just boring. Yeah, like, the Aladdin movie, there was actually some changes about the Aladdin movie I liked. Not that they paid off necessarily well, but mm-hmm. that movie could have been good. Like, Will Smith as Genie was, like, actually, like, that's a good person to do it. They just didn't let him be Will Smith. This is, I think I'm getting this from Sideways on YouTube or somebody else, but... They wanted Will Smith to do Robin Williams. To be Robin Williams, yeah. Nobody, that's not fair. Nobody can do that. Yeah, that's not fair to either of them. But like a comedic kind of like, hey, remember Fresh Prince? Like fun 90s approach dude. Will Smith could have killed that role if they're like, hey, let's write this role for Will Smith instead of Robin Williams. And you could see a few times where he was kind of getting into the role, but it looks like he was held back from going all out on it. But no, I... They do need to chill with these, but I think a live-action Hercules could be fun. These movies all could work. I don't know why they're not working. Like, it's Disney. They have infinite money. They made the Avengers work. Like, I don't... Well, they didn't make the Avengers, but they've... 
if the Avengers can work, there's no reason why, like, Beauty and the Beast shouldn't be fun. There's no reason. Yeah. Like, if they can make Detective Pikachu work and the Sonic movie somehow not be garbage, there's no reason why Disney can't make Beauty and the Beast be, like, a pretty good movie live action, you know? Yeah. I fucked up. It was Lil Wayne who was in Tony Hawk's first number <laughs> five. Oh, shit. That's way this worse. Your second time being wrong on the internet. Ah. <sighs> uh. That's oh. that's way funnier though. Like I, I believe T Pain because I would believe that T Pain would want to be in a game. Like he's just, he streams sometimes. It was uh, it was Little Wayne and uh, Tyler the Creator. <laughs> Tyler the Creator actually makes sense because he like used to skateboard and stuff with his whole yeah. crew. He's had a weird career arc. Went from being like saying all kinds of homophobic like shock radio stuff to being like people like he might be a queer guy and like making really like cerebral music where people are like what happened. This is pretty cool actually. No, T-Pain was flexing on the timeline the other day about how his wife didn't have enough bells on her island, so he went and gave her a whole bunch or something like that. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that, too. It's a great guy. That said, it is still fun to fantasy cast, um, and I've seen people say that Danny DeVito should reprise his role as Phil, which I'm all for if they're going to do it. Story. Absolutely. Uh, but I don't know what other castings to have. I've seen a lot of bad casts, but they need to nail the muses, in my opinion, that'll show like where their hearts are at yeah and you gotta yeah. pick like a good you gotta get a really good hades yeah good hades and the muses need to be five black women that's what i mean yeah. like you need to at least get that like, much down like and it can't yeah. be like the lightest black women you can find because that'll like look bad too that said that it's easy to be done they're out there they're out there they're good at singing yeah <laughs> hell like the five women who played the muses originally are like, LaShawn's is still out there performing. Like, I saw her on Broadway, like, last year. Like, oh, that'd be a good get. Like, that would look really cool for, like, the... Like, it look cool for optics, even if they, like, got somebody that would still fill the role. It'd be cool to be like, hey, we get some of the muses back. That would actually be cool. Yeah. And like, then... combo of, like, stunt casting. Like, I mean, I don't know if Beyonce would be... Would, would come back to <laughs> Disney after playing... After being in Lion King. Yeah, or like this come back actually... to another voice role because this would kind of be a demotion almost. <laughs> to do a voice role? No, I mean like to be the amused, like one of five muses after being. It would be a demotion, Nala. but it would be like more in line with what she actually does. Yeah, true. It'd be like your role was demoted, but like people look at this more highly than voice acting, which mm-hmm. not saying they should or shouldn't, but I think that's something that's true. And it'd be like, yeah, you know, you take it a step back, take it a step forward, it's fine. Do Some you people... think? Do you think that if they do the muses and they do this whole thing, do are the muses animated because they're on the pots, or are they like do they actually make them live people performing? That's fair. That's a good point. I would say, you know, if we weren't in the society we're in, like you know, if racism wasn't real, (laughs) right? You say it to me every time. (laughs) It's very sorry, good. I can't help it. It's very good. No, if I was saying if if racism didn't exist somehow, I'd say definitely just keep them like animated, like on the side of the pots, like kind of do like an alternate art style to make it look like like clay pot work. Yeah. But since we live in the world we do, I'd say maybe not. Maybe maybe do like a live action CGI type thing. I don't know. I feel like there would be That's some tough. sort of, like, a bit of outcry about, I mean, like, first of all, tying back to, like, how weird-looking blue 
Will Smith genie was, <laughs> but also to like the the ongoing and like completely valid discourse about um like making black characters into like animals or animated people yeah. Yeah, and not letting them casting be them as black on screen yeah, yeah yeah well I'd say kind of. If I recall correctly, do it how the movie did it and have them like cartoony and animated when they're moving on the side of a pot or like on a painting, but when they're coming out to do like songs, like kind of like in Zero to Hero when they're singing like. Yeah, I couldn't they... remember if that happened in the film or not, but <laughs> I, now that I think about I it, I think it does. does. Yeah. So yeah. But I, I haven't seen that movie in so long, I have no idea. I haven't seen that movie in weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, yeah, if they're animated in that part of the movie, like if they're on the side of something, keep it like that and then give them a live action presence when they get to. And they're probably going to add another song anyhow, so it's fine to have them do live action in the song they add. It's fine. And then yes. someone said Tom Hiddleston for uh, Hades. That could okay. work. That could work. That's, that's, all, that's all right. Or uh, Jeff that's Goldblum right. or something, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking... That'd be weird, but okay. Since, since James Woods did such a good job, he sucks now. Let's just use Willem Dafoe. He's basically James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Green Goblin. Spider-Man, come here. Uh <laughs> But you guys want to talk about that a little bit. No, yeah. I mean, like, that's a, the, my, ultimately, like, I just feel, like, so exhausted by the idea of another live-action remake of otherwise, of, like, a movie that was perfect in the genre that it was. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a larger conversation to be had that I feel like we may have had, at least with a guest on a podcast at some point, about, like, the both the value of understanding that something is the right medium as is... Yeah, but also yeah. the value of adapting something and actually fucking adapting it, as opposed to just trying to make a like a super faithful shot for shot. Like, yeah, there's no I need think, to do a shot for shot when you can like utilize the medium for what it is and do something new. I think a lot of it will depend on how Mulan hasn't come out yet, right? Right, Mulan, it was supposed no. to come out this year. Yeah. yeah, but I want like you know a lot of like the hope for a Hercules live action would kind of uh, hinge on how the Mulan live action That's a good point, because that's a bit of a departure from the movie. Like, it's not a musical anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's not a musical. They cut bisexual icon Li Shang out of the story. Like, <laughs> so. which, is a, which is a crime against American culture, but it's fair to, like, Chinese culture, so I'll give them that one. <laughs> But if it was shot for shot, ooh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that I, I, I think that will have a big impact over whether or not there's a Hercules one. They better not stop before Princess and the Frog, though, because that'll look even more bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, what would be next? Like, would they would would they would be they daring do- enough to make Pocahontas? Like, <laughs> no, I think they've just erased that from like their canon. Like, they don't mess with that anymore unless they absolutely need to have all the princesses together. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I guess it, it's, it's like a question of like, like, because they keep kind of dipping back and forth between like Disney Renaissance and like Disney classics. Like, they haven't done a straightforward Sleeping Beauty. They just did Maleficent. Or Snow White. Or Snow White. Yeah. Well, like, was, who did Snow White in The Huntsman? Who was that? somebody else <laughs> yeah but yeah somebody with a lot of money for really cool costumes but not and bad writing screenwriting. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so cosplayers yeah <laughs> uh let's move on to uh some tv shows does that sound good to y'all yeah no. let's do it 
So before, yes, <laughs> yes so, and Eric. <laughs> so before we get into like our real topic of the uh, discussion of Ducktales, I just want to let y'all know that I've been watching uh, Brand New Animal BNA. It's a anime from Studio Trigger. Uh, the furry anime. It's yeah. I would say the furry anime, but it's a furry anime because <laughs> there's, there's also there's also uh, B stars. B stars going on right now, yeah. Uh, which I didn't watch, but which seems kind of all right. But no, uh, brand new animals, pretty cool. Like most of the end episodes so far, seem to end with a wolf beating the shit out of a bunch of other animal people. But it's it's, okay. it's pretty cool. The main character is like a cute character. She's like. She recently just turned into, like, a beast person, and she wasn't always like that, and then I guess it's spoilers, spoilers for, like, what's going to happen, but she's just a character who kind of wants to just figure out, like, what's going on with her life, and there's a wolf who, like, protects the city, and there are people that can turn back and forth between people and animals, so it's nice. fun. I don't know if there's any theme to it, how Beastars, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, there's there's some... It's like Zootopia vibes of like Predator versus Prey class, whereas yeah. Zootopia was about people through a metaphor of animals. Beastars kind of seems to be like about animals. <laughs> like the Predator and Prey are literally Predator and Prey and like, no, you can't eat people. Like it's bad. So we have like, <laughs> we have, but they don't seem to be like in a different class other than like, yo, we wish you wouldn't eat us anymore. Like, yo, we're trying to stop. <laughs> you can eat people according to Alex Jones though. <laughs> Well, you can eat people in one way, according to Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> He's going to eat your ass, Tom. Cap- Captain Ass Eater over there. <laughs> oh, man. That man would be hilarious if he wasn't, like, a terrifying example of, like, how far yeah. society has fallen. Absolutely. <laughs> to any to any listeners who are not familiar with him, the, I cannot recommend listening to him. What I can recommend listening to is Knowledge Fight, which makes fun of him. It, Knowledge Fight's a podcast. I'm plugging them right now for free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taking up our airspace for them. Sorry, you two. It's all good. We're not giving to Alex Jones, so it's all good. Yeah. But he says a lot of shit that just is, is this bad and doesn't make sense. Yep. Absolutely. All, all that said, Brand New Animal's fun. Doesn't seem to be going for any greater message other than, like, maybe humans are dickheads to animals, which, like, okay, cool. Like, thanks, Studio Trigger. Like, <laughs> it seems like they figured that one out. <laughs> I mean, they also brought us... Uh, were they trigger when they brought us panty and stalking? I don't think I think they'll still got next at the time. Uh, but they did bring us yeah, Kill a Kill and Space Patrol yes. Luluco. So I mean And Promare, right? Yeah. Yep. There's a okay, so there's a guy in Brand New Animal who looks like a Promare character. I'll send it to you when um when I don't have to talk, so I can't type over it. But it's well, fun and the characters uh, are cool. Before you get to explain to me what is currently going on in DuckTales, I will just mention that I am continuing to watch Thunderbolt Fantasy, <laughs> and uh, it is continuing to be some of the weirdest shit I have ever seen. <laughs> in what way? Um, well, like, the plot, I'm starting to at least understand what's going on in the plot, but, like, recently, like, one of the recent episodes, they're like, we have to assemble a team to go into this, like, cursed land and we need a necromancer. I'm like, okay, well, that implies that necromancy is a thing. Okay. Heck also, good. she's a demon. Oh, okay. Who I fought in the last great demon war or whatever it was. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck even is any of that? <laughs> you just said a lot of words. <laughs> um, just a lot of, uh, a lot of weird stuff. But I, I still would, you know, beg of people to at least give it a shot just for like, just to even just see the costume design and the way that they do the action. It's very interesting. Awesome. 
I that sent, does look like a Promare character. I've sent the photo over, and just so you know, he does wear a... I think we'd call it a choker, but it's definitely just a collar, because he's a wolf man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in our ongoing series of recaps, DuckTales had another episode this week. Heck yeah. Teach you watch me of it? the Tales of the Duck. The Tales of the Duck. It was an anime episode. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just anime. <laughs> Twitter told me that. So remember how we told you uh, Mark Zuckerbeek had a robot kid? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Turns yeah, out I remember that he didn't make that robot. He found that robot in the dump. Luckily, it was <laughs> also an owl, so it looked like he made it. Um, retcons are fun, probably. Wait. I never knew Mark Zuckerbeek was an owl. Yeah, he's not a duck. He's like an okay. owl bird. There's lots of birds. You gotta keep up, man. There's tons of birds. Okay. So many birds. But anyway, so um, this kid is a junior woodchuck with Huey, and Huey's getting made fun of for acting robotic, and he immediately makes friends with the one person who legitimately is a robot. Um, his name is the, the, his name is Boyd. He starts malfunctioning, so Huey takes him to go see. Gizmo Duck and Dr. Gearloose, who are like, oh shit, why do you have this robot? I know this this. robot. We gotta gotta fix him. He's like, oh, when's the last time you saw him? He's like, back in Tokyo. Um, It's like, oh. Which took me a minute, like, until I saw it written down to be like, oh, there's the bird pun. So I was like, oak, like, O A K? Like, I was like, what what does a tree have to do with ducks? And then I realized (laughs) that it was yolk, like an egg yolk. Oh, wait, how do you spell egg yolk? Like, Y-O-K-E? Y-O-L-K. Y-O-L-K. Okay, so it is Tokyo yeah. yolk? Tokyo yolk, yeah. Okay, cool. I thought I, I thought I was just hearing stuff. Cool. No, yeah, but they don't, like, I mean, like, it's like folk, like, where you don't actually pronounce the, gotcha. the L that hard. So it's basically, this, the only time they go to other countries, if, if it's just Scotland, which exists because they're Scottish people, unless they're going to call it Scott something else. Yeah, and they have bird never... places. <laughs> Yeah, all the other places have bird pun names. So, so far we've been to Mozambique, with, but they spell it like beak, B-E-A-K. All right. You know, birds. Mm-hmm. And now Tokyo. Yoke. Tokyo. Tokyo. Like yolk. And um, then we start to see like anime references, like there's a Sailor Moon bunny. There's pigs and dogs here, so it's a lot more diverse than that gentrified dump duck bird. Gentrified-ass <laughs> dump duck bird, I, yeah. I saw something that looked like Lupin the Third, and it made me happy. I'm sure you did. <laughs> um, I don't. Re- I didn't catch it at the time, but I'm sure it exists. It's kind the, of like uh, a, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like yeah, there are just like so many anime like Easter eggs, but also they like went and did the work and like all of the signs were actually Japanese, like and the correct kind of thing like that should be on like like it said Panya for like a bakery or like cafe for like in Katakana for cafe like. Like, they were actually doing the, like, do, like every single sign was in real Japanese, which I that feel is like nice. is an extra level of work that they didn't have to do, but it's cool they did. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, there was a loop in the third uh, dog there, and mm-hmm. apparently he did make a camo in, like, the first episode, like, with his, like, hat and stuff. Um, so apparently this is a character that just exists in this world, but yeah, there was a loop in the third duck a few times in this episode. Like I said, there's the Sailor Moon Bunny. Uh, there are a lot of frames that kind of look like Astro Boy. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, the episode is called Astro Boyd. Um, because yeah. the dog's name is Boyd. Or the, yeah, the, 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 uh, the robot boy, Owl. Yeah. The name is Boyd. 
And they go to a cat cafe, which is pretty cool. Um, and a bunch of shrines and all sorts of stuff. What's Gyroduck's name? What's his actual name? Gizmoduck? Oh, Fenton, Fenton. Crackshell Cabrera. Yeah. So Fenton, uh, he just, he just, instead of using his full catchphrase to put on the Gizmoduck suit, he just used the beginning, which gives him just the arm, which is pretty cool. Like, oh, we got Stark Tech over here. Okay, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it was pretty cool. They're just trying to fight the... Yeah, so it turns out that this uh, Astro Boy, um, it's it's very much in, like if you know anything about the actual Astro Boy, like lore, I guess is a word that I could use. Um, it's about like the premise is that there was the scientist who created this boy that was supposed to be a human boy, and it was, but he became a weapon, and um, apparently the. Um, Dr. Gearloose used to be an intern for this doctor. His, do- his name is Dr. Akita and is just an Akita. Like, <laughs> yeah. The yeah only that was a clearly, funny joke. <laughs> yeah, like, the only clearly, like, um, I guess kind of, like, breeded dog character that I feel like I've seen. Like, I guess, like, the Beagle Boys are Beagles, but they don't super look like Beagles, you know? I don't know what but, a Beagle looks like. I, I was about to say, I think that I was about to say the words, and I'm glad you stopped me, but I'm going to tell them myself. I was going to say, the Beagle boys look like pugs or bulldogs. I and I was like, wait a minute. They look specifically <laughs> like Beagles, though, because Beagles have those big old floppy ears. Yeah, I think, did the original Beagle boys look more like Beagles? But, um... Yeah, the original Beagles kind of have floppier ears, but floppy they... Ear. Yeah, they just changed them to, like, look better, I guess? A different character design. <laughs> I don't know. This fits. Those guys wouldn't have worked with the new art direction. Yeah, but yeah. So they have to prove that Boyd is more than just his programming, and we get like a little bit of a like. I know you're in there. <laughs> like a, yeah, I know you're that deep down inside. You're good, kind of thing. Um, but also the the um the detective who is like chasing them down because uh Doctor Gearloose, who used to be an intern to this other doctor, is like on, like, the shit list with the Tokyo police. Yeah, for making a robot that destroyed the city. Robot, yeah. Um, and her name is Tezuka, which is the name of the guy who made Astro Boy, Osama Tezuka, who's, like, the king oh, yeah. of, the king of Japanese, of, like, the father of Japanese manga. Like, and the reason that people draw, like, big anime eyes, like, because he was inspired by Disney. Yeah. Um, also, also, yeah, I'm gonna paste it in the group chat. But this Sailor Moon just straight up is Sailor Moon. Like no, oh yeah, the, she's very much yeah, Sailor Moon. That no, is Sailor Moon. no airs were put on, and she's on like billboards and stuff. And the villain I mean, has like, like posters of her in his lair. That Lupin, that Lupin and Zenigata are pretty spot on <laughs> as well. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. I think making this episode. Oh, for sure. And then I forget what the art style is called. I was looking at a thread yesterday. But it's about like the anime style of like the tracking shots of shooting missiles and following the missiles through the air. They did that mm-hmm. whole that whole sequence. I just saw it yesterday and I can't remember what it's called because I never actually knew. <laughs> but it, it was a very anime ass episode. Like the fight between Gizmo Duck and Boyd while he's gone rogue for a minute because robots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just... like <laughs> kind of yelling. <laughs> yeah, like. And he even did, like, the, the teleport thing they do in Dragon Ball Z when they're real fast, like, teleport to you. Like, there was just a lot of, like, you know, they got, they, they like what they did. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was one bit that, so Lin-Manuel Miranda plays the voice of uh, Gizmoduck, a.k.a. Fenton. Which is also a very weird thing that, like, you made the f- most famous musical in the world. What are you doing now? I am Fenton Crackshell Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, like, 
but um he uh I was like laughing internally in like a weird like um like no one's gonna get this but I need to bring it up kind of like know-it-all joke but um so the so Boyd's original name like as a robot was 2BO and uh like so in the like in the big fight scene between uh Boyd and and Gizmo Duck there's a scene there's a point where he goes 2BO like really like loud like <laughs> Like in that anime kind of way, and um, I don't know when they recorded this, but presuming that they're under any sort of situation like they were with My Hero, where they're like recording stuff from quarantine, yeah, from like closets (laughs) and shit, I was like, his poor dog is gonna be so confused because his dog's name is Tobio, (laughs) and like, is like her dad just yelling. He probably, like, I, I bet you he went home and was like, hmm, I said this lie, I'm gonna say it again at home. Yeah, like... <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that I would do, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it was, a, it was a really fun episode, like, lots of Easter eggs that I was, in, like, my roommate after I finished was like, you know, you've given this such a glowing review that I might actually start watching it. <laughs> she should, it's, I mean, and it's, it's like, really the good. the first animated <laughs> show that, like, that... Like, because almost all I watch is animated stuff. Like, she was like, oh, like, you know, like, you've recommended this, but maybe I'll actually start watching it, as opposed to, like, all the other ones. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to watch this. That's like, awesome. I'm glad you enjoy this, but um, it's not for me kind of thing. Uh, so I think but... that the flourish is called the Itano Circus, is what they call it. Um, like, the missiles and tracking shot and stuff like that. So I just had to look for why you were talking about cartoons. <laughs> for the audience. For the audience. For the fans. For the fans. Band. <laughs> For the band. Um, band. Scott Pilgrim. Underrated movie still. Edgar Wright's a great director. I'm pretty sure it was never underrated. Pretty sure it was always rated pretty highly. But people didn't see it, though. It bombed <laughs> in the box office. And people yeah, don't talk true. about it. Other than the time that, P- that Kim drops the R-bomb, I'd say it's pretty, pretty straightforwardly good movie. But I'll give that as part of the time. It's bad, but, you know. Anyway... That's it, right? That's all yeah, I, I got. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. Yo, we did it, fam. We had we drinks. Episode. We had chat. We had ducks, dogs, and owls. That's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it did not alter my state of mind. Just it prevented an altered state. Ha <laughs> ha. The nice. high of the high of spending time with friends. Yeah. Don't, you, don't you mean hydration? Oh Hydr- my god. The high of hydration. Gotta end this. <laughs> end this before we end ourselves what's going on this next week what's uh give give the people a taste of what's to come i i don't know vocaloid stuff probably an asteroid will hit like honestly yeah 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 we got D &D and uh next week was when i was supposed to go see hatsune miku live and i don't get to anymore so eric look at the bright side we record these on sundays yep and we've got we've waited a long time, but it's Sunday night again. And you know what comes out tonight? No, Rick and Morty comes out tonight. Oh, you know, my favorite a, show! Your favorite show. Oh man. Oh was, wait, hold on. <laughs> so glad that reminded me of that stupid ass the new pickle Rick meme. Funny shit I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, like Johnny Test came back. <laughs> it's like the, yeah, and uh, in the back, in like. There's like uh, like twenty Johnnies in the intro card. 
And one of them's like a Powerpuff Girls one. One's like a Steven Universe one. And one's a pickle. And people are like, guys, yes. there's Pickle Johnny. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. And that meme is way funnier than anything that's ever come up. Like the Bayonetta one. Jean, he turns himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Is the pinnacle of comedy for me. I'll never recover. <laughs> but you know, there will be that. Like you said, we're playing D&D. This would have been the weekend, next weekend, right? Yep, so uh, look forward to me ranting a little bit about uh, some Vocaloid. I'm going to teach you guys some stuff. Yeah, we should talk about Vocaloid this week. Yeah. Oh. I'm happy to. Also, tomorrow, and a few days ago, when you listen to this, is May the 4th. So, May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. And that, and all that good stuff. Hope you got your It's Gonna Be May jokes out there. Hope you listened to First of May by Jonathan Colton. You know. Hope you you struck against uh, Amazon, Target, Instacart, etc. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch any Twitch that day, either. <laughs> Truly, I mean, is or stream. The reach. The yeah, reach is like I was like, oh yeah, you know, you shouldn't be using Goodreads or IMDb or like it's like, god damn it. Well, yeah, also, it's a lot. If you really look at it though, like people who use Amazon Web Services are like, there's a far more reaching stuff that even has Am- like a company by yeah, Amazon like, in it. Like <laughs> they yeah. run my they 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 do the like little TVs in our elevator at work have ads for amazon web service they have a mta and shit like there's a far reach like one of your favorite it's very hard to yeah it's very hard to boycott them but the best we can do is you know boycott their services that we actively participate in knowingly so you know yeah i mean this was we did the best we could i did the best i could i didn't stream even though my schedule is starting to shake out to be like monday tuesday friday i'm like you know what i'm not big enough that i'm missing a meal from this and it's the literally the least i can do but i also won't watch streams or we didn't shop or anything like that so yeah but hey we want to finish with the social media biz yeah i can do that um so if you want to find us on the internet uh, you can do that. You can find me at uh, Captain Steph on Twitter, at The Snow Queer on Tumblr, and at Hella Steph on Instagram. You can find Eric at Tindy Losey on Twitter. You can find Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found on the internet. Um, you can find our podcast in a variety of locations. You can find it on the podcast catcher of your choice. Um, and if that catcher gives you the opportunity to rate and review, it would be awesome if you did that. If you want to listen to us in your browser, you can do that by going to characterreveal.simplecast.fm. And let's see, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do that by um, just searching for Character Reveal. You'll see the blue curtains, you know what's up. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Character Rev. It's Character R-E-V, two R's in the middle. Um, we're going to try to be a little bit more active on there, engaged. Um, so check it out. And let's see, uh, you can find us on Instagram where we post clips from all, for all of our shows. And that is Character Reveal. Yes, it's good stuff. We should take some other photos for that. You know, maybe show them what our uh, quarantine looks are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Long hair right. with uh, like four inches of root because I was supposed to get my hair redyed the week after we went into quarantine. I guess Quarant- in fairness, chic. I guess in fairness that like... At least I didn't spend two hundred dollars to get my hair redyed to sit in my apartment where no one could see it. That's, exactly. That's that's a good take. Hey, and you so, didn't go protest for the right to get a haircut. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. I know a hairdresser like person like we went to high school. She like worked on movies and stuff before, and she was like, "Hey, you know, I 
think that my work is very important and it gives people like a lot of sense of feeling and being but we're not essential like it's going to be very hard when we have to open back up there's going to be so much so like and she's like stop trying to say that we are essential workers you know like yeah. mm-hmm. we provide a service that makes people feel good and they are important I, I think people who provide entertainment or or beauty or stuff like that are important but we don't shouldn't be forcing them to go back just because some people like want a haircut you know and like, like all of this dumb essential worker shit is about like i want to be provided with a service it's not like i want to go back to my job it's like i want i want the poors to go back to their job so that they can continue to provide me with the service yeah it's a shame so. it is but hey you know we're still bringing you content and we're doing our best we're trying to help each other out a lot of people are following things no matter what it's going to take, we're going to get through this one way or another. Hopefully we get through it in the safest way possible. But stay listen, inside. Stay inside. Yes. Keep on washing your hands. Keep on wearing masks. If we do the best we can, good things can happen. But until next time, listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, we really appreciate you. We love you. As fans and as listeners, we don't know you personally. We don't want to be weird or creepy. <laughs> We're going to end this. I love all of you individually. Ooh. Romantically and sexually. <laughs> We're going to end this episode how we started with some clapping. So. Hell yeah. Let's until... clap. Let's do that oh, really wait, stupid sorry, thing of clapping for the essential workers. <laughs> no, uh, sorry. Hey, That's well. Stupid, but hey. <laughs> Thanks again, y'all. Take but until. More. <laughs> yes, do that. But until next time. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. That sounded like a question. (laughs) Bye? I'm clicking stop now.